And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it at Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. It is Nebraska, Colorado week. And a Hall of Fame buff that uh, really elevated this rivalry. Uh, won a national championship with Colorado. The great quarterback, Darian Hagan, with us. Coach, it's been a while, I think 2019, since we last chatted. But, uh, hey, the Nebraska-Colorado game back on the schedule and uh, mm-hmm. big things this week. How's your week been? How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, it's uh, the week is always it's, uh, accelerated and it's hyped up. You know, anytime we play against Nebraska, so, you know, the kids around here right now got the chest pumped out, and, you know, I think today's practice was a really good practice, and, you know, everybody's fired up. Let's talk about the, the, the hype part of this. We'll get to all you've seen and been a part of, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you were able to, to experience that with Colorado's rise uh, in, the, in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And and you're seeing what's going on now with Coach Prime. How how did you deal with uh, the, the hype, and how do you see this team handling the the national spotlight this week? Well, how I dealt with the with the hype was my coaches didn't they didn't allow me to get overhyped. You know, they kept me at an even keel, and you know, you, you know, we knew what what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. But we we were also you know coached up not to. You know, not to talk bad about your opponent, not to give your opponent any information. You know, um, you know the way that these guys are doing it right now, I think it's uh, it's brilliant how they're doing everything, how they're handling the guys. You know, I think the guys are they're excited. You know, they they really don't know, you know, what the the rivalry uh, means to both programs, but you know, I think that you know once they get on that football field on Saturday, you can't run from it. So I think it's going to be it's going to be eye opening. At the same time, you know, uh, you know, you got two competitive teams out there, two competitive head coaches and assistant coaches that are that are eager to to you know one team to get a victory and another team to keep winning. Darian Hagan with us, Sale Varsity Radio, Nebraska, Colorado week, and and coach, I'm interested to to get your thought heading in. Let's rewind a minute. Let's rewind back to. Uh, a week ago uh, on Tuesday, as you guys are getting ready for TCU, Coach mm-hmm. Prime was talking about uh, believers and non-believers. How did you feel going into this first game for Colorado at TCU? Ranked opponent, national runner-up, a lot of question marks on the outside mm-hmm. about CU. Uh, what What were your thoughts going in about the game? Well, well I'm a I'm a buff, you know, through and through, so. I'm always expecting the best. I'm always expecting us to, you know, be in the be in the in the running for championships and bowl games and things of that nature, you know. So I really wasn't. I was buying everything he was saying because, you know, I'm a, I'm an alum. I, I was I played on the football team and you know I coached their football team and you know so I'm always think the best and you know I think I was drinking the Kool Aid, you know, just like everybody else. But you know. It, I don't think as a former player I could let any type of doubt or any type of, uh, you know, uh, backtrack in in my mind fall back into, you know, into a, a, my thinking of, you know, they weren't going to be any good because then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be above. It's Darian Hagan with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, whenever you, you think to, to Colorado football as a whole, 
I mean, I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it just about everywhere online, just how much excitement there is in the whole state of Colorado for this Buffs mm-hmm. program. And I, I want you to fill in the blank for me. This is the most hype there's been around college around Colorado since dot, dot, dot. This is the most hype been around Colorado since Bill McCartney led the Buffs. I would say, uh, you know, from 1989 until he retired in 1994. You know, I think the, the excitement is, is is big time and is uh, is warranted. You know, these guys are, you know, they they gave up a lot to get here. Um, you know, because they left other places that they were well liked as well. You know, so I think that you know, Coach Prime, what he's done is. You know, just like Coach McCarty, he's able to get men to play, you know, play for each other and, and to give it their all. Darian Hagan, a few minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Let's go back to your decision about Colorado. And mm-hmm. how how tight was that recruiting race between Nebraska and Colorado? Or were there any other teams? How many other teams were you considering? Well, um, I, I was considering uh, Oklahoma I was considering Washington and uh, Arizona. Um, Washington was going to pretty much make me a tailback, but they said in goal line situations, I could be an option quarterback. And Arizona was the option team, CU, obviously Nebraska, and uh, Oklahoma. Um, so what it came down to, in, in all actuality, um, it came down to Colorado and Nebraska for, for – Three three simple reasons. I had a jerry curl. Okay, it was too hot in Arizona, so I couldn't go swimming. And then in in, in uh, Arizona, it, it, I mean in Washington, it rained in my entire trip. So I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't come here, you know, because you can't mess up your perm, your process. So I was trying to I was trying to protect the, protect my head. But in all actuality, it came down to CU in Nebraska, and I picked CU over Nebraska for. One simple reason, Coach Mack was in my house, and he said, uh, what neighborhood do you live in? And I said, I live in a, a crip neighborhood. And he looked at, at my mom and he said, Mom, he can't go to Nebraska. They wear red. When he comes home, they're going to try to kill him. And me, my mom and I looked at each other, and we like, we didn't even think about that. He can't wear red around here. And I picked Colorado. So, legit, it was, uh, I'm not doubting the Crip neighborhood or mm-hmm. the fear of that, but that was that was his actual, honest-to-God response? Yep. That's the first thing that came out of his mouth when he said, he said, what neighborhood is this? And I said, it's, uh, it's the Crip neighborhood. And he can't go there. They're going to they're gonna try to kill him. So and we and when I was growing up in L.A. at the time, gangs were prominent. It was it was uh, soon he said that fear fear went right through me. So he he won mom over and he won you over, and the rest is is buff history for a national championship. Who recruited you for Nebraska? George Darlington. Okay, we Coach George always show, we see George a lot in our studio. So he's oh, uh, really? still rocking Hawaiian t-shirts, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I said hi. I will. Coach Coach Darlington's the best. But... And George Darlington didn't let you know that there are black Cusker T-shirts. Yeah, you can wear <laughs> you can wear you can wear, you can wear black or gray or or, or white. Have to be red. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think when when I was coming up, they I think they they were 
all red and red and white. They didn't have all the option uniforms that they have now. <laughs> the old Oregon uh, wardrobe, right? <laughs> right, right. So, okay. So I, but, but when they told me that, I was like, oh, no, I can't go to school there. Wow. But I do, I had a, I, I'm very fond of Coach Darlington for his efforts and things that he tried to get me to, to uh, you know, attend Nebraska. And then Coach McBride, just a, he's a big-time, you know, guy that, I really, really, you know, look forward to talking to and seeing every time I get a chance to. Well, Coach McBride talked to him this morning, and, and he's fired up for the ball game. And uh, he's he, awesome. he went to Colorado and, of course, did, right. did great things at Nebraska. But Darian Hagan with us. We're taking a trip down memory lane, Nebraska-Colorado week. So you mentioned you had the, the, the hairdo going. And <laughs> how long before you shaved it? Because every time you were on TV, you had it uh, tied up top. Right. Well, I once I got to, to uh, Colorado, I couldn't find anybody who who uh, did jerry curls, you know, especially in Boulder. And I I didn't have a car to get to Denver, so I was like, well, I just I need to start cutting it. So I cut I cut around the you know the bottom and I cut around the sides and the and the back, and then it started looking terrible. And I was like, no, nah, forget this. I I can't be looking like you know a, a scrub. So I, I got uh, one of our D linemen who's our who cut everybody's hair, Art Walker, and he uh, he cut my hair and you know and every ever since then you know it's just been short and you know now it's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, now it's just skin on top. It's just time for a hat, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Darian Hagen's with us. So, what what moment? Did you have ultimate buy-in? What was your proof of concept game at Colorado? Proof of concept game, um, I would say my very first start, we played against Texas. You know, my sophomore, my freshman year was awful because I, I was a kid that, you know, coming from the high school I came from in L.A., we really didn't watch a lot of film, really didn't have any kind of study habits. So once they, when they threw me in the game, it was all about, natural ability, God-given talent. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And then when uh, Sal and Nessie got sick and Coach Barnett told me I was going to be the uh, you know starting quarterback, then I started to doing everything in my power to learn the offense, you know, gain the respect of my teammates. And I did that, you know. In that first game against uh, Texas, you know, everything just slowed down. It was like I was watching – I was watching the – you know, the video of, of us against Texas, and I wasn't out there really playing. But I could, I could see what they were trying to do. I, I understood what they were trying to do. And I, that's when I became a firm believer in Coach Barnett, his tactics, his coaching style, and his his, his uh, mentality. So, you know, it was uh, – I think him and I, you know, was a, was a perfect match in heaven. And you say how you had your proof of concept game against Texas, your first start. Do you think that the guys in this current roster, that the guys like Shadur Sanders and the guys like Travis Hunter, did they just have their proof of concept game in their first start against Texas Christian? Absolutely, because you know when you go against you know your 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 brothers every day in practice, you know, and you really not going against different competitions. You're just going against your brothers all the time. Sometimes you're winning, sometimes you're not. You kind of have a little doubt, like is the offense going to work? The offensive line may not be blocking all the time, you know. You know, successfully, you know, guys dropping balls and things like that. And then when you get in the game, you're going up against you know a different opponent, 
and everything that we you do was clicking on offense, then you get you get your you get your beliefs and you're like, Oh, okay, this really does work. And now when you go out to practice, you know, the following week after a victory, anything any coach says, you're gonna do it because proof's in the pudding. A few more minutes. Darian Hagan joining us, Nebraska, Colorado Week, Hale Varsity Radio. So that was pretty phenomenal. The Jerry Curl didn't want to mess my hair up. Uh, so Seattle was out. The Washington Huskies split a national championship in 91. And Nebraska and Bill McCartney right in it till the end. And, well, you're in a crip neighborhood, so you can't wear red. They'll kill you was the recruiting pitch that, well, scared Darian and his mom. We'll have some more thoughts from Darian Hagan. Hail Varsity continues Colorado-Nebraska week with Hail Varsity. And now. And now, back to Hail Varsity Radio. Darian Hagan's with us, Hail Varsity Radio. A few more minutes with the Buff Great Nebraska-Colorado week. So the, the word hate is often associated with Nebraska-Colorado, the rivalry for, for years, Big 8, Big 12. And uh, the, the home and homes have been fun. I hope they continue. Uh, I'd love to see Nebraska-Colorado open the year. Nebraska ends the year with Iowa. I think it'd be awesome. Who knows what college football is going to look like in four years, let alone two, uh, with right. uh, all the conference expansion and retraction. What do you believe about the rivalry, player to player, guys you knew and, and were, were friends with, presumably, uh, mm-hmm. on on the Nebraska roster versus the, the the fan optics of it really being a nasty uh, rivalry? What what do you believe about what Nebraska Colorado is? I think it's more hyped up, you know, with the fans because Coach McCartney didn't he never preached hate, and Coach Osborne never preached hate. We had a mutual respect for both, you know, uh, Nebraska had a mutual respect for us, and we had a mutual respect for Nebraska. And when we hit the football field, it was all about competition, and it was all about, you know, trying to win the ball game. but it was nothing to do with any type of hatred or anything like that. It wasn't really a lot of, you know, talking talking trash or anything like that. I remember my, my first time against them, it was one guy that was a trash talker, and he knows. He knows. Uh, every time I see him, I try to get it back to him. Even to this day, was uh, Mike Petko, <laughs> middle linebacker <laughs> number ninety nine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you no, know, he was. He was a trash talker. But in all actuality, when the game when the game was over and it was decided, you know, everybody went up to each other and we, we shook hands and gave. We, and some of us gave a big hug. And, you know, it, it was it was big time. You know, like today, I'm I'm really good friends with Tyrell Hughes. I'm good friends with uh, with uh, Will Height. You know, so it's it's some it's some it's some love in there as well. But this, I think, it's really the the fans that are you know wanting to you know create the animosity. But it's none. What do you expect Saturday? How much red in the stands? I don't know. I, I can tell you this. The last time we played here, it was it was it was way way too much red in the stands. And we've tried to make an emphasis with the fans, you know, to not sell tickets, keep your, keep your tickets and show your, show your true, you know, buff colors, buff nation by, by, you know, not selling them to Nebraska fans and coming here and, and just rooting, rooting for the buffs. And I, hopefully I think that, 
they they got the message and the way we played on Saturday and the hype that you know circling the program right now I I think that our fans are going to want to see it in their own in their own right and on you know with their own eyes to see if they are true believers. What do you expect from Nebraska specifically what what's what's your initial look at Nebraska impressions? Well, I know this. Yeah, they lost a, a hard-fought game. I know that Coach Rule is going to make sure that these guys are, you know, coming out and they're going to try to play, you know, play mistake-free football. And these guys look like these guys are run through a wall for him. So I think that uh, you know, with with the guys that we have, it's going to they're run through the wall for Coach Prime. And the same thing with Coach Rule, it's going to be a heck of a game. I don't even want to predict a score because when in the games like this, you know, it's always big plays and you know tremendous defense, tremendous offense. So, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm just hoping that it, you know at the end of the day that the Buffs are victorious. What's it been like for you? You got mm-hmm. Bar- you got Coach Barnett, you got Hawkins, you got mm-hmm. Embry, you got McIntyre, you got Mel, you got Durrell. Now you got mm-hmm. Prime. How, how have you hit it off with Coach Prime? Because it's had to hurt you to mm-hmm. see the inconsistency with with who's wearing the headset. Right, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it's it's uh it's it's different. It's different around here, and you know, um, you know, I was close to, I'm still close to Coach Barnett. I was close to Coach Hawkins, McIntyre, you know, uh, Embry, you know, uh, Mel, not so much, mm-hmm. and Coach Terrell. Yeah, I was close to him, and you know. Uh, Coach Prime, he really doesn't let people get close to him. He's uh, he's all about you know longevity and and his his in his circle. So you know, I, I look at it like uh, you know, just do your job and you know uh, everything else uh, it'll happen for all the right reasons. So, but I I try to make sure that you know that everyone knows that you know I'm on board with what he's what he's doing, what he's trying to accomplish, um, and you know. Just keep rooting them on. That's all you can do. Darren, do you have a moment looking back over the past nine months where it stood out, oh, this is different here with Coach Prime in place? Are there any moments that stand out in your memory? Oh, it stood out from day one. <laughs> when he first got introduced as a coach, it was different. The, 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 uh, just the excitement around here, and you know, you knew that everyone was going to be held accountable. It wasn't going to be, you know, everyone had to, you know, do their do their job and you know do it the right way, but it's going to be his way or the highway. And you know, uh, you know he he bought his Louis and he bought his players. And he bought you know his coaches with it. And now you just got to fit in where you fit in and 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 deal with it. But you know I'm a buff through and through, and I want I, I want to see us back at the top. And you know I kind of get the same vibes like when Coach Mack was here. You know I think the way Dion is doing it, and the way Coach Mack did it is not similar, but they did it with, you know, um, excitement. They did it their way and, you know, their way was successful. So, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for them. I got to have a coach Max story, halftime sideline before we say goodbye. And I hope to see you in Boulder. Uh, just cause we had coach Mack on, we got into the college football hall of fame and there's just been some, uh, some off-air stuff on on Mac in a in a good way. Just how intense. Is there a crazy mm-hmm. moment with Mac? You remember? I remember two things. 
because he was in charge of the punt team. And if your he he carried a ruler, Uh-oh. and if your if your splits wasn't exactly two inches, you were getting popped, but not on the butt. You getting popped on the calf, and that when they popped you on the calf, that meant you better get your your feet and your 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 split right. Um, but the, the one that stands out the most to me wasn't at halftime. It wasn't it wasn't uh, you know going into a game. You know none of that. It was my very first day uh, at on CU's campus. And I made the mistake of wearing the red Nebraska hat to our first meeting. Seriously? And I walk in. Yes, I walk into this meeting, and he looks at me. He goes, "Who the hell do you think you are? Take that hat off. Get your." He told me to get out, and he started going off on <laughs> Coach Barnett. And that was the last time I ever wore anything red. What possessed you to, to do that? I got to know. <laughs> I, had, I I don't even know what I was thinking. I was I was thinking okay, I'm at the University of Colorado, so you know I can I can wear what I want to wear, you know, and no one's gonna say anything. I, I'm 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 committed. I'm loyal to this place, so I, I put on a hat. That's what I was thinking, not knowing that you know wasn't no red in the building because none of that stuff has been relayed to us because it was my very first meeting. Man. You know, then I found out that at one time our offensive line coach. He had got a, a red truck or a red car from his his uh, his dealer, a car dealer, and uh, put it in the coach's park coach's parking lot. And <laughs> coach Mac made him get it get it out of the coach's parking lot and take and take it back to the dealer and get a new car. That is real. That is yeah, absolutely real. real. It's not <laughs> urban legend. Darian, good to spend time with you, and thanks for a few minutes. We'll see you on Saturday. All right, see you guys on Saturday. Thanks for having me.